0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.
1: Everyone, if I could please ask everyone to take a seat. Uh, of course, you're welcome to come and keep, keep taking some food and drinks throughout. I want to invite everyone to come take a seat. This has been a phenomenal Shabbos. An absolute pleasure to welcome our guest with us at Kehilah Chovei Rabbi Daniel Gladstein. And I want to thank our um, our sponsors for the weekend, Shmuel Kroll, Mishbacha Stern, who sponsored this weekend in loving memory of their remarkable parents, Seymour and Angel Newman, Zichron Levracha, Shimon Ben Yeshaya Beryl, and Malkabas Yitzchak. People always greeted you with a smile, always warmth, and brought light to the room. And that's really what this Shabbos has been about, to have someone of Rabbi Gladstein's caliber, someone who brings inspiration into every interaction. But with all the Svarim he's written and all the remarkable Torah he teaches in so many different venues, what I'm most amazed is that Rabbi Gladstein is an anav gadol. He's a very humble man. It's in, it's in every part of how he carries himself and how he speaks with people, how he interacts, and that Anivos has made room for a Kadosh Baruch in his life and his many Talmudim, both locally, in his kehilah, kehilas Tiferes Mordechai, named after his grandfather, and in Cedars, New York, as well as in the many Shurim he gives uh, around the globe, both virtually and live when he travels. And uh, we have been act- uh, absolutely privileged to have you with us this Shabbos, and it's just so nice to... Malaba is like the crowning achievement of a Shabbos And now we are finally putting the crown on, on the Queen and, uh, and what could I say? So many people have come to us throughout Shabbos And said thank you for bringing in such a speaker Please have him again, more like this So thank you very much And it's such a privilege in memory of your parents To have this experience at KST Welcome to all the guests from outside of Skokie To know that Skokie really is a true Makam Torah Skokie is incredibly, uh, it's just a, it's, an, it's a, it's a, you have an eclectic crowd, we have a great variety of different kinds of Jews, so a, not a, a one type of Yid, but many, many different types of Yid, and it's like the Yemos when everyone's going to gather together. But I want you to know that uh, this is a great place to live, and if you're looking for a little more land, if you're looking for uh, a place where you're going to have wonderful shuls, we're going to have fantastic food at Malka on Shabbos, and you're going to have the best skull in residence, and the and the best neighbors in the world. Consider Skokie if you're not making Aliyah. Skokie is the place to be. So welcome everyone to our shul. And it is my pleasure to introduce one more time Rabbi Daniel Gladstein.
0: Thank you so much, Rabbi Gelman, for the very warm introduction and kind words. It's been such a spectacular Shabbos. And now there's a book signing. Actually, I never had a book signing before. What is the author of a book supposed to say at the book signing? So I guess I'm supposed to say, the books are really good. <laughs> and you should buy them. <laughs> the Yushami tells us that after we read the Megillah, we have to make certain comments about the characters in the Megillah. We have to praise the good guys and curse the bad guys. We say, Baruch Mordechai, Aror Ar Haman. Blessed is Mordechai, cursed is Haman. And then there's this guy, he's a character, he's script. We don't exactly know what he's all about. Charvoina. And about Harvana we don't say, blessed is he, and we don't curse him. We just say, Vigam Charvoina. He should be remembered for the good. And the question is, if he's a good guy, so bless him. If he's a bad guy, curse him. What's this, like, mediocre comment, he should be remembered for the good? There's another individual who we apply the phrase Zachor Latoiv to. Who else is Zachor Latoiv? Eliyohanavi, (laughs) Zachor Latoiv. Elio Anovi Zachor Latoiv. Interesting, Eliyahu gets the same comment as Charvoina. Why is that? Charvoina appears twice in the Gila once in Parak Aleph and once in the end of the story. In Parak Aleph, there's a whole list of the advisors of Ahasverosh. Now, Charvoina in Parak Aleph is spelled with a, Aleph, Ches, Resh, Beis, Vav, nun Aleph. And then, when Haman takes the misstep with Esther, and Charvoina standing there, in Perak Zion, the post says, Vayoymer, Charvoina, Echod, Sim. And there, Charvoina is spelled, Ches, Resh, Beis, Vav, nun He. So why is there a discrepancy in how we spell Charvoina? Why in Perik Aleph is he spelled with an Aleph, and in Perak, Zion, he's spelled with a hey. So here's the story. Charvoina was not a good guy. He was one of the advisors of Achashverosh, But when he saw that things were turning, the tide was turning, Chazal said he ran away. So what's he doing in the end of the story? Says Perkid de Rabbi Lazar, that wasn't Charvoina. It was someone dressed up in the guise of Charvoina. Who was it? the Medrash says it was actually Eliyahu Hanovi dressed up in the guise of Charvoina. So it, we're not really praising Charvoina because Charvoina was a bad guy, but we're really praising Eliyahu Hanavi. So the Maharil says, the reason why we say V'gam Charvoina, Zohor Latoiv, is we're referencing Eliyahu Hanavi who dressed up in his best Purim costume as Charvoina, and therefore we say V'gam Harvoyna Zohor Latoiv. So there's an interesting Sefer, for Shuvas Mayim Chaim, Rab Chaim HaKoyin Rapaport, Simon Chofbez, it was republished recently, who says that accounts for the discrepancy in spelling of Chavonah between Parak Aleph and Parak Zion. There's a law in writing Gitten, in writing documents of divorce. How do you spell a name? Do you spell a name with an Aleph at the end, or do you spell a name with a He at the end? There's a Shiloh with the name Akiva. Is Akiva ayin kuf yud ve'ez aleph or ayin kuf yud hey? Any Akivas here? Good. Yeah? He said hey. So it's interesting. There was uh, a sefer of one of the Rishonim, Rebbe Yitzchak Mivina, the Arzarua who, interesting, he named the name of the sefer Arzarua because he had a question how to spell the name Akiva. He could not decide, he cannot figure out, do you spell Akiva ayin kuf yud veiz hei or ayin kuf yud veiz alef? And he had a dream, and in his dream, God showed him the following pasuk. Or, zarua, tzadik, uli leiv, simcha. tevois, or, ends in a zarua, ends in an ayin, Latzadik ends in a kuf, uli ends in a yud, lev, ends in a veiz, simcha, ends in a he spells out, reish akiva, rabi akiva. So he realized God was showing him the correct spelling of Rabbi Akiva's with a hey. We don't paskin that way. <laughs> we paskin, Akiva is spelled with an aleph. But in general, and that's by the way why he named his Sefer, or Zaruah after the pasuk that he was prophetically shown in the dream. We paskin that if you're spelling a shem kodesh, a holy name, you write it with a hey at the end. When you're spelling a shem choil, you spell it with an aleph in the end. So charvoinah in Perak aleph, was the name of the secular advisor of Ahasuerus, and therefore it's spelled with an aleph at the end. And in Parekh Zion, it's Eliyoh Anavi, so since it's a holy individual, it's spelled with a he at the end. Why am I talking about this? First of all, what else am I supposed to speak about at a book signing? But the Ramot tells us that Saturday night, Matsai Shabbos, we're supposed to speak about Eliyoh Anavi. That's the subject of choice. Why? Because he doesn't come Friday, because Friday people are cooking. He doesn't come Shabbos because he would have to go out of the Truman Shabbos. So the first opportunity for Elioa to come is Saturday night. And therefore, Matsoi Shabbos, right after Havdallah, you're supposed to mention Elioa How many times? Some suggest three times, others say 30. Darizal says you should mention Elioa at his name 130 times. So this year will not be finished until somehow. Ha- no, just a. But at least we mentioned him. While we're on the subject of Navi, it's very interesting that Navi makes a number of guest appearances in the Purim story. The Medrash tells us that when the Jewish people's lives were on the line, Navi went and he woke up Avraham, he woke up Yitzchak, he woke up Yaakov, and he says, let's go, wake up, the Jewish people are in trouble. You need to galvanize them, you have to arouse them to tshuva. And then he wakes up Moshe Rabbeinu, and he says, Let's go, Moshe, teach the Jewish people to do tshuva. You daven upstairs in heaven, Mordechai will daven downstairs on earth, and between you, Moshe, and Mordechai, the two of you together will save the Jewish people. But bottom line is, who aroused Moshe Rabbeinu to pray for the Jewish people to save us from Haman? Eliyahu HaNavi. That's one appearance Eliezer Hanavi makes. Another appearance, the Gemara Megillah Daf Tezvav Amid The Gemara asks an interesting question. Mordechai tells Esther, 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 if you don't go into Achashverosh's room and plead for your people, then the whole your whole queenship was for naught. The only reason you were appointed to be queen is for a moment like this. So what does Esther do? He goes to Ahasuerus she invites Achashverus to a party, and he, she invites Haman to the party. And the Gemara is bewildered, the Gemara is astounded. Why did Esther invite Haman? And the Gemara gives about a dozen mystical, psychological, emotional reasons why she included Haman at the party. Because maybe Haman would make a misstep, and then Achashash would get angry at him. Or there's a rule that if you you have an enemy, you should invite them to a meal. I remember I was once a rabbi in a shul, and obviously in Chicago, rabbis don't have enemies, but everywhere else they do. And by the way, if you don't have an enemy, you're not a rabbi. You know, Mordechai, Mordechai, by the end of the story, he saved the whole Jewish people. What does it say? Most people liked him. That's what it says. Most people liked him. Which is as much, that's as best as you could do if you're a rabbi. Anyway, so there's a rule, if somebody is your enemy, you should invite them to a meal. So I once had a guy, he just didn't like me. I didn't know what to do with him. So I, I called him up, I invited him to a Shabbos meal. I never saw him again. I don't know what happened to him. He's like, he disappeared. But it works. It says, Imrah, It works. That's not why you invited me, because we didn't know each other before. But the Gemara gives many, many reasons why Esther invited Haman. And the Gemara asks, so who's right? Of these 12 reasons, who's correct? So they asked Elijah the prophet, and Elio said, All the above reasons are right. It's interesting that Elio Anovi had like special insight into the Purim story to know all the reasons were right. Then there's a story with Reb Chaim So one time on a Purim an ani came to Reb Chaim and, and the ani asked for a dollar. So Reb Chaim gave him a buck and he said, if you give me another buck or whatever the currency was in uh, Velozhen, I'll tell you a So Reb Chaim gave him another buck and the Ani said, How do we know that in the times of Haman, the decree was sealed with cement, with tit, and not with blood? If God would have signed it with blood, it would have been fait accompli. It would have been a done deal. But now that it was only sealed with cement, it's reversible. So Reb said, Tell me. So this Ani said, I'll tell you. It says... Haman ben Hamadasot Zerah, Yehudim Chasha Yehudim lehumam ule'abedam, ule'abedam could be read, veloy bedam, and not with blood. Chaim B'laj says, wow, that's unbelievable, where did you get that from? And he disappeared. So he told the Vilna Gaim, the Vilna Gaim said it was El Navi. So we see Al Navi is very associated with the Purim story. He woke up, Maishra Beinu, to pray for us. He revealed to us that all the various... Motivations of Esther inviting Haman. He's the one who taught us this Tvartar. Why is Elio and Novi so connected to the Purim story? Obviously, to find an answer to this question, we have to go to the opening words of Arachayim Akadash and Parsha Tzatzaveh. Where else? How long did Achashverosh's party last for? 180 days. Says Maharil since. Why 180 days? Because Yitzchak Avinu lived 180 years. So therefore, the party that was 180 days evoked and invoked the merit of Yitzchak Avinu. What does Yitzchak Avinu have to do with the Purim story? Moreover, Chassam Soifer writes, How many sons did Haman have? Roiv Banav. the Gemara McGill said he had 208 sons. Gematria Yitzchak. What does Yitzchak have to do? We know the learning is L'zeichen Nishmas, Malka Abbas, Yitzchak, so we got in Shmuel, Shemayin, Ben, Yeshaya, Beryl, and now Malka, Bas, Yitzchak. Yitzchak is Gemachia 208, and that corresponds somehow to the children of Haman. So let's wrap this all up. Our Chaim says there are four exiles the Jewish people have endured in our Gullah, in our collective history. Babylon, Persia, Greece, Edom. And those four Golosim, we are redeemed in the merit of four great tzaddikim. Avraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov, Moshe. Our Chaim Akadar says, now we're in Golas Edom, who's going to get us out? Moshe. What is Moshe like? Moshe taught us the Torah. Therefore, says our Chaim Akadar, Moses will not allow us to be re- re- redeemed until we reach a certain threshold of Limurha HaTorah and then we will be redeemed. So in our Golos today, in order to get out, we have to access the merit of Moshe, which is Limur HaTayra. But the second Golos is Golos Madai, Paras, Persia. In whose merit were we redeemed? In the merit of Yitzchak Avinu. So now we know why the party had to last 180 days corresponding to the years of Yitzchak Avinu and why Haman's 208 children were annulled through the numerical value of Yitzchak Avinu. So Yitzchak Avinu is connected to the story of Purim. And where does Eliyahu come in? So here it goes. The Gemara and Brachish tells us, Dalaram and Bez, Michael Ba'achas, Gavriel Beshtayim, Eliyahu Ba'arba. Michal, the angel of mercy, he carries out a mission in one jump. He doesn't stop. When God sends him on a mission of mercy, he carries it out like that. Michal Ba'achas. Gavriel is the Malach of Din, Beshtayim. He carries it out in two jumps. God gives him a chance to pause, to stop, to think whether this needs to be done or to reconsider. Eliyahu Ba'arba. Eliyahu with four. So anybody know, what is the numerical value of Eliyahu? Aleph Lamed 31, Yodas 10, 41, He is 46, and Vav 52, Elio is 52. Eliyahu Ba'arba, Eliyahu times 4 is 208, Pinchas. That's the meaning that Pinchas Hu Eliyahu, because Eliyahu times 4 is Pinchas. Eliyahu Ba'arba. And the Paneach Raza says the Mida of Pinchas is the Midas Hadin of Yitzchak Avinu, who's also 208. Comes the commentary on the Paneach Raza, called Raza the Mayor, who is the son-in-law of the Maral Prague, and he reveals to us one startling fact. Yitzchak Avinu was reincarnated as El Yohan So it's good to know. Now you'll be able to sleep tonight. I know things have been very unsettled in your mind because you were missing this little piece of the puzzle. But Yitzchak Avinu came back in the guise of Elio Anavi. Okay, so now we wrap it all up. The Purim story... The salvation of Purim, the Arachim says, was in the merit of Yitzchak Avinu. If it's in the merit of Yitzchak Avinu, who else would keep on reappearing, re- reappearing in the context of the Purim story other than the Gilgal of Yitzchak, namely Eliyahu Hanavi? And therefore Eliyahu Hanavi comes and he wakes up Moshe Rabbeinu to pray for us. And Eliyahu Hanavi is the one who is aware of the true motivation of Esther to invite, us, to invite Haman to the party. And Eliyahu Hanavi is the one who taught Reb Chaim uh, that the Gezerah of Purim was not with blood, but rather was with cement. And who else would dress up in his best charvoina costume to save the Jewish people other than Eliyahu Hanavi Zachor Latoiv. So they were asking me, here it's Saturday night in Chicago at a book signing, and you're going to have to speak about Elio Anovi in the context of Purim. How are you going to do it? We just did it. Very simple. Elio HaNovi behind the scenes is like the main character of the Purim story. You say, I can't remember everything you just said. That's why you have to buy the book. Thank you so much, everybody. Agut Tavach. Thank you so much for hosting me. Brach And hope to see you again very soon, b'siata d'ashmaya. Thank you.
1: You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.